and escaped, literally as you see me. I did manage to rescue my horse from the instable, but alas, I was forced to abandon all my possessions. My valet will doubtless rescue them and bring them on here later. It is not the first time he will have awoken to find me already flown. As I can well believe, Lady Potford said tartly, dropping her lorgnette on its chain. Well, am I to be given a kiss? He grinned, took the remaining three strides toward her, caught her up in his arms, swung her once about, and kissed her heartily on the cheek as he set her back on her feet. She shook her head, half in exasperation, half in acknowledgement that she might have expected as much of him. Saucy boy, she murmured. It is good to see you, Grandmama, he said. It has been a long time. And whose fault is that? she asked severely. You have been gallivanting all over the continent for years. If gossip and your infrequent letters have reported matters correctly, though how you could have done so while the wars were still being fought, I shudder to imagine. It is a pity that it took the death of your uncle to bring you home to England. The death of his uncle had brought Joshua his title and property and fortune and all the burdens that came with them. It was not quite that, Grandmama, he said. It was the end of the wars that brought me back to England. With Napoleon Bonaparte imprisoned on Elba, and Englishmen free to roam about Europe at will again, there was no more fun to be had from dodging danger. Well, no matter, she said, shaking her head again. You are home now, whatever the reason, or almost home at least. It is as it ought to be. I have no intention of going to Penhallow, if that is what you have in mind, he told her. There are too many other places to go, and other experiences to be lived. Oh, do sit down, Joshua. You are too tall to look up at. She seated herself. You are the Marquis of Holmia now. You belong at Penhallow. It is yours. You have duties and responsibilities there. It really is time you went back there. Grandmama, he grinned at her, as he took the chair she had indicated and ran one hand ruefully down the stubble of one cheek. If you intend to preach duty at me for the next week, I shall have to ride off into the sunset in search of another scrape to get into. You doubtless would not have to look far, she said. Scrapes seem to come riding in search of you, Joshua. Your eyes are bloodshot. I suppose you did not sleep last night. I will not ask what else you did do last night, apart from riding toward Bath in such a shockingly disheveled state. He yawned until his jaws cracked, a most unmannerly thing to do in a lady's presence, and at the same moment his stomach rumbled quite audibly. You look an absolute mess, Joshua, his grandmother observed bluntly. When did you last eat? Some time last evening, he admitted rather sheepishly. I was forced to abandon my purse too, you see. He had been forced to make a few intricate and time-consuming detours about toll-gates on his way. It must have been a large spot of bother indeed, she said, getting to her feet and pulling on the bell-rope beside the hearth. I am almost tempted to ask if she was at least pretty, but it would be quite beneath my dignity to do so. 
I shall leave you to the ministrations of Gibbs. He will feed you and shave you, and then you may wish to sleep. There will be little else for you to do until your valet arrives with a change of clothes. I have several calls to make. Food and a shave and a sleep, in that order, sound quite like heaven to me, he said agreeably. Lady Holt Baron revelled happily in the coup of having enticed Lady Freya Bedwin, sister of the Duke of Bucastle, to Bath as her houseguest. Charlotte was more than pleased just to have a friend of her own age there. Mamma would insist upon coming to Bath again, Freya, she explained, as the two of them strolled in the pump room early on the morning following Freya's arrival while Lady Holt Baron, ensconced at the water table with a glass of the famous waters in her hand, beamed with pride as she conversed with a group of acquaintances.